here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. SAFM 107 FM in Kruenstadt. Good afternoon, and uh, we invite you to just connect with us uh, via various platforms. Uh, you can give us a call on 0891-104-207. WhatsApp uh, a line is 0614-104-107. And uh, you can also hashtag us uh, on both uh, Twitter and Facebook, SAFM Lifetime Live, and uh, we are at SAFM Radio. Uh, my name is Chrysalda Dudumash, and this is a Lifetime Live, and uh, we're having a conversation, and just, uh, uh, and I hope that you did take time out to just um, dig, you just dunk your hand in, in ice and, and just think about uh, having to experience that every night. Uh, there's a Chinese uh, saying that goes, if you want happiness for an hour, take a nap. If you want happiness for a day, go fishing. If you want happiness for a year, inherit a fortune. And if you want happiness for a lifetime, help somebody. And uh, we've known that uh, for centuries, great people, each time you ask them, uh, ones with wisdom and and means and money, when you ask them what's the greatest uh, thing, the one thing that just gives you joy, and most of them would say, um, I find happiness in helping others. And one such individual who lives this is Carolyn Stain, who's a founder. It it used to be 67 blankets, uh, but right now I feel like it's now 67,000 blankets. Uh, Good afternoon, Carolyn. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. Oh, thank you, Griselda. It's lovely to talk to you. It's no longer 67 blankets. I, I'm sure no, you've given <laughs> out so many. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, it's one of the things that uh, we don't really recognize as, as just a simple thing that can change someone's life. Uh, talk to us about 67 blankets as a concept. Well, it started out four and a half years ago on my husband's birthday. It was lighthearted banter between Zelda Lachranti, Madiba's assistant, for many years. And I was boasting about my domestic abilities, of which I have none. And she said, <laughs> why don't you make 67 blankets for Mandela Day 2014? You know, and I started crocheting on Christmas Day when my sister reminded me of my pledge. And I realized I wasn't going to be able to make 67 blankets on my own. I didn't have 67 friends. So I turned to Facebook and asked complete strangers, if there's anybody out there that might be able to help me make a blanket? Because I pledged 67. Mm. And, you know, the response was just incredible. And four and a half years later, you're absolutely right, Griselda, it's no longer 67 blankets. In the first year, we handed out over 7,000 blankets. Four and a half years later, I would say we're close to 67,000 blankets. Absolutely. It's quite amazing how people really want to make a difference. People want to feel that they are participating in changing lives. Mm. And this is actually quite an easy way for people to do that. You know, come Mandela Day every year, what do you do? Which classroom do you go and paint? Mm. You know, even though you've never done that in your life before. So we pretty much make every day a Mandela Day because every day somewhere in the country or somewhere around the world or in many places, there are people getting together at Netathons, making blankets for people that don't have. And it's incredible how it's uniting people from all races, religions, socioeconomic backgrounds, ages, 
Men mm. have joined the knitting revolution from Madiba. We've got inmates, prisoners all around. I think that South for Africa. me, that for me was the highlight yeah. when you connected even inmates uh, to the cause. Uh, let, let's talk to that individual, perhaps who doesn't know what to give. Why it's so important uh, to just identify a simple cause as just giving a blanket this coming winter. You know what? When you go, uh, I, I, my feet have been into places I never dreamed that they would go. My eyes have been opened so wide. When you're going to squatter camps, when you're mm. going to Dipslut, when you're going to Alex, and into rural areas where kids don't even have socks on their feet, mm. and then we go and we distribute blankets, it's the joy, the the desperation that you see, and then give you know you give the person a blanket and it just evokes so much emotion mm. in both the, the giver and the recipient um, and people that have made blankets that have come along with me into these areas really feel the need that they, they, they know that there's so much need and the need to do more so um, I'm just so amazed by the amount of people that have joined 67 Blankets for Nelson Mandela Day. It is so important to give, and it is so rewarding when you see that you're making even a little difference in someone's life. But you know what? Warmth is quite a big difference. Is there still an opportunity um, for, for us to learn how to knit? And uh, where, where else is the campaign going? Okay, so we've actually gone quite global, you know. Mm-hmm. So I encourage your listeners to join us on Facebook. It's 67 Blankets for Nelson Mandela Day SA, because we're in so many countries around the world. I mean, you go onto YouTube, learn how to crochet, right? You know, we created the largest portrait blanket in the world to pay tribute to Madiba in his centenary year. This happened two weeks ago at Zondervat and Maximum Correctional Center in Cullinan. I mean, bigger than a rugby field, over 8,000 square meters from the sky and literally from outer space. We had three satellites document this historical project. We created the face of Nelson Mandela. Mm. It was amazing. So that comprised thousands of blankets that had been made by South Africans, people in India, the United States, and in various countries around the world. Right now, we're on a drive to create um, thousands and thousands of crocheted scarves. So on July 29th, at the Mandela Capture Site in KwaZulu-Natal, we are going to create the longest scarf in the world. We want to beat India, so the current record stands at 14 kilometers. Madiba spent 27 years behind bars, so why not? pay tribute to Madiba by creating a scarf measuring 27 kilometers. And that's going to present such beautiful, beautiful uh, a display of our work, of our love, how stitch by stitch mm. we are making a difference in the name of Nelson Mandela. So I'm begging your, you and your listeners to join us in this incredible venture. And then, of course, we're hoping that we'll receive 15,000 scarves, which will then be distributed to orphanages, old-aged homes, etc., directly after that incredible display. Because it would make sense to actually combine, um, you know, a blanket with a, a scarf. Is there an opportunity, because I see now we've moved uh, from only blankets to scarves to beginning to even add shoes uh, with the networks that um, you have uh, opened up? Well, we focus, you know, you've got to actually, 
actually stick to one thing, really. Yeah. I mean, we really are about... And do it language. very well, I guess. But, but, thank you. Um, but, you know, to keep the interest of so many people going, it's sort of a holiday to make a scarf, you know, because they've worked so hard creating blankets through the year. And then at a certain point in the year, I said, let's make scarves. And then our knit with Somadiba kind of feel that they're on holiday. Mm, yeah, <laughs> and yet absolutely. And scarf also makes a difference, you know. So right now we're on holiday making scarves because right now Stutterford Van Lines is distributing our blankets that were made, thousands of them, for our massive Mandela masterpiece all around the country to our fabulous ambassadors, our 67 blankets ambassadors who are now tasked with the distribution of those blankets to communities in need. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the wonderful thing about correctional services, the prisoners making blankets, is in some way they are in their tiny cells able to make a difference, to, to contribute to the society that they've wronged. Mm-hmm. You know, so blankets will go to, to communities that have been affected by crime, violence, and poverty. So... Mm-hmm. Um, I really think that we're making a difference behind bars. You know, the prisoners talk about the fact that they're knitting together their broken lives, knitting together broken trusts with 67 blankets. They are finding their humanity again. And I'm quoting a particular inmate. Mm. But um, the work done behind bars is really quite incredible. So for for a person listening to this conversation and thinking, where do I start? Because, you know, poverty is one of those silent challenges that are going to be a problem if uh, we don't just combine resources and do something about those who don't have in our mess. Where mm-hmm. does one start? Which think, place did you I have to start, draw into? If you, to, if you want to help us with blankets and scarves, join us on Facebook. It's 67 Blankets for Nelson Mandela Day, SA. Mm. Um, our, our email address is info at 67blankets.co.za. And we've got a, a website, www.67blankets.com. So, um, and then go to YouTube. Go buy a few balls of wool. Go to YouTube. Learn how to crochet. Make a scarf. Our deadline is June 25th. Mm-hmm. And this big event, another wave that 67 Blankets is paying tribute to Madiba, will happen on July 29th. So it's still within Mandela month. And directly after that, with the help of Stutterford Van Lines, we distribute to the communities in need. You did mention that uh, you were not as domesticated. I, I know for a fact that uh, at school there was a period when we had to need uh, as as part of uh, what then was used, uh, what was then called housecraft, and whenever I hand it in, it was just a hopeless piece that you can't even identify what it is. Uh, how <laughs> easy or challenging is it to just knit up and connect to needles? You, can I tell you something? It is really wonderful, and once you've got the hang of it, become quite addicted. Mm. You know, it's kind of seen. It's been described as the new yoga. It's trendy young young kids are doing it we've got wonderful we've got kids in schools my school jeppy high school for girls is Mm. really invested in 67 blankets for nelson mandela day they have made literally thousands of blankets over the past four and a half years and they go out the girls go out into the communities and personally distribute their blankets which are made with love 
If you were Madiba right now, uh, wearing Madiba's shoes and looking down on, on the work that has been done and uh, the amount of blankets that have been donated to the poor, uh, what do you think he would say? Can I tell you, I think he would be so proud. I think he would love it. You know, Grace and Michelle, Mrs. Michelle has been very supportive. Um, you know, she's she's seen the work. She's come to our event. She was with us at Zondervata Prison two weeks ago. Um, she said, you know, she knows that Madiba is smiling down on the work being done by thousands of South Africans, by people in India and around the world, mm. in the name of Madiba, he would certainly be smiling down. And if I could do Madiba's accent, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it would be, you know, Caroline. You know, I spent a lot of time with him. You know, Caroline, yeah, you're yeah. doing good. You know, and he was my my husband uh, was a son to Madiba. Yes, yes. So, you know, and I'm sure he would also add, "I am so proud of you." I think he would be proud of so many mm. South Africans doing work in his, in his name. You know, and it's not just blankets. You know, many people do a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and we just need more people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we have a, a voice note. And immediately after this, if you can just uh, give us contact details. And once again, how do we just connect to the cause wherever we are? Let's hear the voice note. Uh, good day, Priscilla. Tutuan uh, Kosa speaking from Durban. Oh, well, I'm from Pumalang, but currently studying in Durban. I mean, we, we have to empathize with the people who, who are homeless. But also, again, uh, we should guard uh, against empathizing with people who are drug addicts, who cannot uh, live in harmony with their families because of their addiction. You know, we once, uh, I'm a student at UKZN, we once uh, tried the initiative with my friends, uh, going around getting the people who are, uh, who are homeless, who we thought they were homeless, uh, trying to get them shelter, you know, and we focused on their kids. We took them to different shelters, donated uh, loads of clothes uh, for them. Before the end of the week, they all had escaped on their different shelters. So I had since learned that not everyone is uh, is out there because they do not have shelter. Sometimes because of the addiction they have. Well, uh, we should not uh, generalize, but yeah, there is such. We should also be mindful of it. Thank you. I'm glad you actually corrected yourself, uh, Mr. Nkosi, that uh, it's a general statement. And imagine if those many years ago, those who fought apartheid decided, uh, you know, I'm just a drop in the ocean. I don't want to do anything about it by identifying um, the challenges as opposed to just looking at what it is that I can give and do to just change other people's lives for better. Uh, Caroline, let's talk about, uh, you know, contact details for those who'd like to connect to the cause. Uh, where do we find you? And and once again, as we conclude, the importance of uh, giving. Okay, um, very easy to find me. Um, I'm on. I'm very uh, available on Facebook. I communicate with everyone that communicates with me. So I'm Carolyn Stain, and our 67 blankets. I mean, join it because it is so interactive. People talk to each other. I must tell you, when people get together. You know, we're talking about homeless people. 
We've, we've got people who are homeless who have joined the knitting revolution for Madiba. We've just received a blanket from the Rosebank Church where on a, I think it's a Tuesday, they gather. And there's a lovely ambassador that we've got by the name of Judith Clare who teaches these homeless people how to crochet and pay it forward. You know, in London, we've got homeless people making blankets for other homeless people. It is a travesty that we watch people sleeping on the streets. I did see a sleep out two years ago, mm. and we went to two quarters where people were sleeping on the street, and it is devastating. It should not, it should not be happening it you know, shouldn't. we've got enough resources sources in this country. We should be helping our fellow man. And if more people come on board, we should not have this problem. Absolutely. So, I, you know, I don't know how we do it, but I think if we all hold hands and, and keep we doing. all go out there and, and make a difference, you know, there are too many people resting on their, on their bums. Thank you, Caroline, and I, I, I'm glad. I, I know for a fact that uh, this conversation has just gotten them off those bums. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much, Griselda. Thank you for blanket coverage. That's it. Uh, that's uh, Caroline Stain, who is a founder of uh, uh, 67 Blankets, and uh, that's a conversation inspired by the, uh, you know, the winter cold nights that are coming up. Think of just um, helping a person who's in need. Here's uh, news headlines with Udzile Sako. SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Leading the conversation. Indeed, right now we're leading the conversation about the plight of the homeless uh, during this winter season. And uh, joining us is Major Karine uh, Holmes, who is a PR Secretary of the Salvation Army. And just uh, to talk about what the Salvation Army is doing, um, we know for a fact that it's one of those organizations that are not far from uh, addressing some of the ills in our society and giving back um, to charity is at the core of their service. Major Holmes, uh, good afternoon and welcome to Lifetime Live. Good afternoon, Sada. Greetings. Let, let's talk about what uh, the Salvation Army is going to be doing this year um, in, in, in just response to some of our social ills. Well, the Salvation Army is not going to do something. We, we do something every day of the year. Um, I think... I think, you know, what we need to just say right from the beginning is people's hungry every day mm. and people are cold every day, even if it's a hot day. You know, they they need something. But uh, the the winter has crept in. Um, it is very fresh outside, um, just been outside, and it is cold. And uh, yes, I see people that are cold. You know, they you can see they're looking for something. So I know... Um, one of our units last night already was out in the streets of Benoni, in fact, mm-hmm. um, and they gave out about 70 cups of soup to people on the sidewalks or uh-huh. in the shelter of a shop uh, entrance or under a bridge. And we'll be doing that um, uh, throughout and the winter. What sort of needs do you have? Um, I, I guess I was asking that question so we can connect ourselves to the different causes. Well, blankets is a big need, uh, and and you know, um, 
if we if I say blanket, you know, I mean an, a nice old blanket, you mm-hmm. know, the good old days blankets, you know, not these little knee wrecks. <laughs> Especially the ones that are given to prisoners. <laughs> I, I often just cringe whenever a person just buys a couple of those and then says I'm giving back. I guess uh, we need to appreciate that someone is giving something. Uh, but, you know, even if it's a gift, just think a little bit more. Yeah, no, I, 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 you know what? People don't know. People are, people are ignorant, and that's not their fault. Yeah, it, it's it's because they don't know. They they don't they don't see these things. You know, um, they they don't experience it. You know, I and others who work with homeless people, we get to see the what what's going on, and I think it's our our task also to just help people a little bit and That's say, it. don't go spend 99 rand at the f- one of our favorite stores on a little knee blanket, you know? <laughs> yeah. But go and, and, and buy a, a nice, or take your, I always say to people, take your old blankets yeah. and give it to us, and then you go buy yourself some new blankets. You know? Um, because uh, when, you know, when we get to these people in the streets, and um, like last night, you know, they're not sleeping under the blankets. Mm. They, on top of them is cardboard and newspaper. Yeah. That's and what's plastic. keeping them warm. Yeah. The blanket is underneath mm. to try and not get the cold through the tar or yeah. wherever they're sleeping, the cement, you know. Yeah. So, or it's a pillow for them. Mm. So, so blankets is a real, real need. And then dry, dry foods. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Major, I'm sure we can find uh, some of those details on your website if you Mm. have. You can. You can try our website or um, our Facebook page, um, you know, the Salvation Army Southern Africa Territory. Um, And if you leave a message there, then we'll contact you. Thank you. Find out where's the nearest Salvation Army or something like that. Thank you. And thank you so much for the work that you do. Thank you very much um, for contributing uh, towards uh, addressing some of the ills. Thank you very much. We we do what the listeners help us to do. So yeah, we, we're yeah. grateful. Thank that you so much. That needs to be recognized. Thank you. That's Major Karine Holmes, uh, who is PR uh, Secretary of uh, the Salvation Army. Uh, thank you for having joined us. And right now uh, we're speaking to Spiwe Mgomezulu, um, who is a former street kid, to just connect to the pain that uh, people who live in the streets. I'm always um, just challenged by calling uh, children off the streets because no streets make babies and and i hope i challenge you as well to just do something this winter good afternoon and welcome thank you so much for coming through thank you very much so winter nights uh, take us uh, you know to to those days for someone who's still wondering why should i be helping we had a voice note earlier on we're talking about giving blankets and someone reminds us that some of them smoke nyaube mm. and, I, and i'm thinking for me that's when you've switched off your ability to empathize with a situation but rather look for uh, why i shouldn't be doing anything for someone who's in need mm. yeah you know um thank you for having me but yeah i, I can say the same experience that i might um, have had when i was a street kid I'm, I'm 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 quite sure that those that are still in the street right now they're still experimenting the very same uh, experience which um being in the street is not about the, the, the suffering is not on hunger, but it's of course on on, on when it's come to to to, to winter time winter like this. Cold yes, nights. you know, 
because what I used to do is, especially when there is raining, uh, we used to sleep with uh, the, 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 the card box, the lama banana. And, you know, when it's raining, you have to find the plastic, like a plastic yeah, where you can be able, wet. you know, you need, to, you need to cover that card box. Mm. And manji that are staying in the street, they are very lucky because most of them, they do get a blanket. In our times, we never had a challenge, uh, we never had chances to get a blanket. So we, obvi- we obviously used to use the card box itself. And another challenge is imililo. You know, we had to sit on a fire. You had to burn no my, you know, ibonayo. Whatever you had to come across, you have to create fire. And that so sometimes our lady, yeah, sometimes you don't sleep. You have to sit on fire the whole night because that's the only thing that you can keep yourself uh, very warm uh, with it. That is why many of our street kids right now, what they do is they commit pity crime, like mm. stealing a cell phone, like robbing you and everything. because they want to go to prison because they know if they go to prison it's wow. a pity crime so they'll only stay there for, for, for a month or two months by the time they come back it's already summer so many, many of them they commit crime during this time of, of, of it because they know that um, they'll just send them to prison then there'll be this reminding case reminding case and while they've been reminded they're staying in Sun City and they're having something to eat they're having something to mm-hmm. you know that, that's, that's the most challenging that we are, we are facing so how a, do we avoid this as, as um, uh, you know communities as, as responsible citizens how do we give uh, without judgment well I think it's in two ways. One will be, I always challenge churches that every now and again, they need to have three boxes mm-hmm. at the back of the, of, of the church. Mm-hmm. Create three boxes. One box, written clothes. The other one, written food. The other one, written blanket. Mm-hmm. So every now and again, when you're buying new blanket, and this one are no more in use, throw them into that blanket a box. Uh, food now you are, you see that no I don't need this food anymore None like tin stuff and stuff like that yes throw it into that and then clothes and stuff like that then once in a while a church just go out there and do what we call um, community services where you just go and give those things out and stuff like that I, I, I know you cannot make that bigger difference but there is a difference that you have made I remember a, a story that warmed my heart I mean not only do I also speak or empathize because I've lived in the streets myself and and that's why I'm so um, emotional when people say street kids because kids streets kid, don't make kids can never a street can never can bear never a child. bear a child mm. it, it, that's a it fact. can create a so, hump but not making so a the child. story that i want to make reference to is i remember i used to judge that why is it that i when i give you money because uh, i have all these uh, children that i call my my all my children uh, why why is it that when i give you money you run straight to buy it low? And one of them told me, Mam Crisalda, what you don't understand is when you give me money and I go and buy food, then I have to worry about the loo. Where am I going to relieve myself um, of that food? And comes night, I feel the, 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 the um, cold in my bones. And when I have my glue, I don't care whether it's cold mm-hmm. or hot. And when it's time for my body to sleep, it just complies. And again, Mamlona, we need to understand one thing. If you give, you don't give based on with what you've given him. Because you've, then you've played it's your none part. of your business. Yes, you've played your part. You did what you were supposed to do, which is to give. Whatever they do with whatever you've gave them, it's, it's, like, you said, like you said, it's their business. But I agree with what you are saying. A lot of our street kids, they don't, they don't, they're not looking at Ugbanda and stuff like that. They're thinking, what it loo make them forget or make them not feel the pain that mm-hmm. the, a, a non-person who has smoked has it numbs even, you. Even, even, even the person, the people that are not in the street, something. Mm-hmm. They feel something that those things are not feeling. You know, yeah. So that is where they will find a comfort. 
So give us your details. Where do we find you? Um, Shapiwe 074-968-5418. Facebook, Sipesitle Junior Mfusi. Junior, we tell you. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, for joining us. Yeah.